you know, we have two options. Number one, we can find our satisfaction and our reward and our affirmation from people and what they say about us and how they perceive us, or we can find our reward and our affirmation and our satisfaction in God and receive his love and let that satisfy our hearts. Those are the two options that Jesus gives us when he teaches us about prayer. And we need to check our hearts when we begin to pray, we begin to pursue God and make sure that our hearts are staying pure. This is what Jesus teaches us about in Matthew chapter 6. And that's what we're going to look at today. This idea of going into the secret place and receiving your reward from the Father in the secret place of prayer. Before I dive in with the rest of my teaching today, if you're new to the Presence Pioneers podcast, I just want to welcome you. Thanks for tuning in today. We exist to equip you to host the presence of God through day and night worship and prayer because we believe God's presence changes everything. We release new episodes on Thursdays. They're either extended interviews with amazing leaders in the body of Christ, or they're short little teachings like what I'm going to give you today. You can just hit subscribe or follow on your podcast app where you're tuning in, or if you're on YouTube as well, and you can track with us. I would encourage you to go to presencepioneers.org. That's our website. We have our entire archive up there. You can also subscribe via email, and we will send you an email as soon as every episode comes out. And our email subscribers sometimes get special goodies as well. And so go to presencepioneers.org, check that out. You can also make a donation up there to support the podcast or say thank you if you'd like to do that. We don't have any ads or sponsors up to this point, but our amazing Presence Pioneers partners make this free podcast possible, and we're thankful for that. Okay, uh, I want to dive into the teaching today. I know that a lot of the recent episodes have been me sharing rather than interviews. I uh, just wanted to let you know this was supposed to be an interview today. But we've had a number of hiccups and issues trying to get interviews out to you guys. We recorded an entire interview with somebody, but there were technical issues and we had to re-record it and we haven't done that yet. Uh, There was supposed to be another interview, but someone got sick and wasn't able to do it. And so we've come to a deadline. And so I'm going to just go ahead and share with you guys this teaching that I was going to save for later weeks. I want to talk about Matthew 6 and this idea of the secret place. The Lord's really been speaking to me and stirring my heart about the need for us as believers, as worshipers, as intercessors, uh, especially like musicians, singers, worship leaders, the need for us to cultivate intimacy with God in the secret place, that we need to learn to minister to the Lord. I did an entire episode on ministry to the Lord, episode 58. You can go back and listen to it. It was an hour long, I think, teaching about this idea that we are called to minister to the Lord. And that was a pretty thorough teaching. But I just want to remind us of the value of this, specifically from the text that Jesus uh, teaches us about prayer in Matthew chapter 6. Here's what he says, starting in verse 5. Uh, he says, when you pray, remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked taught about fasting from the same passage where Jesus said, when you fast. So he's saying, this is a normal thing. Christians pray. It's what we do. When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father 
who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. And then He goes on to teach them what we call the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father Prayer. All right, and so Jesus is is giving one of what I see as two primary teachings that he gives on prayer in the Gospels, and he's speaking here about how we should pray. Of course, we should pray. He says, when you pray, but he's getting to our hearts here. He's saying, when you pray, go into the secret place. There's a temptation uh, to become religious in our prayers, to become hypocritical and to become self-righteous uh, if we want to give ourselves to prayer. And that's what uh, those that he was rebuking here would do. Those who love to go out into the streets and into the synagogues and make a big show out of their prayer, he's saying uh, the proper prayer is prayer that's humble. And and the way you can tell the difference, you know, whether you're approaching prayer in the right way or not, is where you're seeking your reward. So Jesus talks about these rewards. He talks about uh, that there's those who receive their reward uh, publicly because they're out in front of everyone making a big show of their spiritual disciplines, and they're receiving a reward from the affirmation and the feedback of others. But I believe God is calling us and inviting His church to get in the secret place, to pursue His heart, intimacy with Him, when no one else is looking, and find ourselves deeply satisfied in God. And now the challenge of this, for anyone who's tried to pursue the Lord and be in the place of hiddenness and in the secret place of prayer is that it's hard and and we begin to feel weak and we begin to feel awkward and we don't know what to do and we get antsy and and you know we all these issues of our identity begin to come up that is exactly where we need to be in the place where our egos are dying and melting in the place where our identity is being questioned so that God can meet us in that place and come as the father and he can reward us and he can satisfy us. And all of our pride can melt away and all of our attempts at, look at what I did, look at what I can do, here I am, look how spiritual I am. All of that stuff begins to die and all of our ambition begins to die. And we begin to say, God, here I am, I'm weak, I'm vulnerable, I'm in this place of ministry to you, I don't even know what to do. And God says, this is exactly where I want. Now you can learn to be loved by me. Now you can learn to know me and you can be satisfied with me and in my presence. And Jesus uh, teaches us here that the Father will reward us. There is a reward. There is a reward in the secret place. And I believe that reward is the Father himself. I believe those that pursue the Lord in the secret are satisfied in God himself. We get to this point if we don't quit, if we stay there with him, where all of our ambition to be used for God and to do great ministry and all these things that are in our hearts, all those things we go, well, none of those things compare to being with him and actually knowing him, right? This is that passage we talk about all the time in Psalm 27, 4, David's heart. There's one thing that he desired. There was one thing that he would seek to hear God's voice, to be in his presence, to inquire in his temple. This was what was burning in David's heart. 
was to be in the presence of God. And how do you get to that place where you say, God, this is the one thing I desire is you're there and all of your ambition dies. <laughs> all of your selfishness, all of your pursuits die. And you say, God, you are what I need. You satisfy me. And then God can use us and God can send us out from the place of his presence. I believe those that he trusts to be used by him are those that are being uh, formed and fashioned in the hidden places. David was on the hillsides of Israel and God saw him. No one else saw him, but God saw him. And he was promoted into this place of being a king and ruling over the entire nation, even though his own family didn't even think that he was a legitimate son. You know, when he was brought in, uh, excuse me, when Samuel came to anoint uh, a king with the sons of Jesse, Jesse didn't even invite David in, didn't even consider him a legitimate son. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. We may have been hidden. It may feel like we've been overlooked. It may feel like uh, we've you've been abandoned or ignored. But when we find ourselves satisfied in God, we say, God, it's okay. No one else sees me, but you see me. And we experience the Father's joy, the Father's love, and our our worship to Him, our ministry to Him touches Him, and we experience that. Uh, I've ravished your heart with one glance of my eyes, and we realize, wow, God, my worship ministers to you. Nothing else matters. If other people care, that's great. If they don't, that's okay, because I'm satisfied in you. Your presence is all that I need. And we begin to find that satisfaction in God and in God alone. And then we're free. We're free from ambition. We're free from trying to find our identity in what other people think of us or our ministry pursuits or all of the fruit from our lives or whatever. And we say, I'm a son or daughter. I'm loved by God. I've been in his presence. I know that he loves me. And Maybe God will take you from that secret place like David and launch us out. And maybe God will give us influence and maybe God will give us a platform and maybe God will use us to do great and mighty things and people will know what we've done, but maybe not. 
Maybe we'll be like Anna, and maybe we'll sit in the temple for decades and decades and decades, and our reward is to see the answer to our prayers, and our reward is to see Jesus. And it's not um, that, that we get promoted into some place of leadership or influence. Uh, but either way, the point is, those who have been with God don't care one way or another. If they've been with the Lord, then they're set free from all that other ambition to pursue uh, other things where people might think they're awesome or to have some kind of big platform or some kind of big influence or where people know who you are, whatever. You find your reward in God himself. And that's what Jesus is saying our invitation is for those of us who want to pursue him and to be in the place of prayer. I did just also want to say, you know, when Jesus goes on in verse seven, he talks about when you pray, don't heap up empty phrases as as the Gentiles do, for they think they'll be heard for their many words. You know, Jesus, first of all, he's dealing with this idea of a reward. Where are we seeking our reward? Is it from the applause of man, the attention of man, the affirmation of man, or from God? And then he goes into this, uh, don't heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they'll be heard for the many words. So obviously, this is those who are trying to get God to hear them by repeating themselves over and over and over. They think that their prayers are earning something from God. And it's important, the reason I wanted to, to just touch on this briefly is because it's important to know that God, God is not saying that we shouldn't pray a lot. As some people would say, oh, well, you know, the Bible says to just pray in secret and, and don't pray too much. Don't repeat yourself. This scripture is not saying we can't repeat our prayers. Some translations talk about vain repetition in this verse. So the issue is not repetition. It's vain repetition. It's thinking that we will be heard by our many words. It's thinking that we can earn something from God rather than recognizing Jesus has made a way for us to come into the presence of the Father, and He's the one that grants us access. It's our faith in Him, and we can come boldly to the throne of God, and God does hear us whether it's one word, whether it's a whisper, whether it's a shout, whether it's repetition, God does hear us. He's saying, don't do this vain religious thing where you're trying to look super spiritual and show that how much you can pray and how long-winded you can be and use your best King James Version accent. God's saying, don't worry about all that kind of stuff because you're not concerned about God. This is not flowing from a place of love. It's still that prideful self-centered, a religious approach to prayer. Jesus is saying, no, uh, when you pray, don't be like that. He's saying, uh, but he's not saying we can't uh, have repetition in our prayers. In fact, Jesus's other teaching on prayer is what I would say is persistence in prayer. I believe he speaks about hypocrisy here, and he speaks about persistence in Luke 11, Luke 18. And I've talked about that in other podcast episodes where Jesus actually teaches us to be persistent. He says, ask, seek, knock. He talks about the persistent widow, and he encourages us to press in in prayer. So Jesus is not saying, you know, don't pray uh, with repetition. He's not saying don't be persistent. He's not saying you can't pray for a long period of time. He's saying don't be hypocritical. Don't be religious. When you approach God, know that he's your father, know that he loves you, and that he hears you when you pray to him. And uh, and you will find your reward in his presence. 
uh, or as Jesus says, the Father already knows what we need before we even ask him. And I love that he says that, and then he teaches them how to pray. You might say, oh, God already knows what we need, so we don't need to ask. No, Jesus had the exact opposite idea. He says, your Father knows just what you need before you ask, and therefore pray like this. <laughs> He's saying, because we are going to our Father in heaven, Therefore, we should come boldly. We should come. We should pray. We should ask because God knows everything and he knows what we need and he has the power to answer us and to hear us. So therefore, we should pray. So I want to encourage you guys, get in the secret place, get satisfied in God. If you have dreams, visions, pursuit, ambition in your heart for how God might want to use you, maybe he will. Maybe he'll give you influence and platform and leadership and maybe you're you're going to do some amazing exploits for him. But if you do it first, know God, fall in love with him in the place of prayer, in the place of worship, in the secret place. Find your reward from the Father so that if people love you, you're not swelling up with pride or if people reject you, you're not questioning your identity and your purpose because you're rooted and grounded in God's love, uh, in the place of prayer, in that secret place with God, with the Father. God, I, I pray for grace on everybody that listens to or watches this podcast episode. Would you draw our hearts to you? Lord, would you confront the pride, the ambition in our own hearts and help us to be satisfied in the reward that comes from your smile and your delight and your love that we find in that secret place with you, God. Help your church to be drawn away to you and to go to you in secret and to pray without religion, without hypocrisy, uh, without self-righteousness, but to humbly come and approach your throne of grace with confidence and with love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, look, if, if you're not subscribed or following the podcast yet, please do that because we want to continue to track with you and resource you and equip you as we move forward. If you're watching on YouTube, would you please hit that little thumbs up? Leave us a comment. And anyone, please share this if you can on social media. Share it with your friends, someone that might be encouraged or blessed by this today. That would be amazing. And if you are on Apple, if you could leave us a rating or a review, that would also be super helpful. We really appreciate that. Thanks again for tuning in today, guys. Don't forget, God's presence changes everything.